Fam, welcome to another edition of Garage Talk presented by Hooters. Okay, use promo code Garage Guys, save ten dollars on any order, thirty dollars or more when you use that on the Hooters app or Hooters2Go.com. Dale's here. Fine print, Dale. Fine print. Yeah, valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders only. Uh, according to modern day science, you can put your phone up to that, scan it, takes you there immediately. That's a uh, capacha, capacha. QR code Capicha. Hey Ryan. It. Hey, it's Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney's joined Garage Talk. Hey guys, I uh I might have to use that code at some point and, and go get ten dollars off. That'd be pretty nice. It, it's kind of low key go. a shame. It's kind of low key. You shouldn't have to use that code. You should just be able to tell <laughs> your girlfriend, like, hey, I need food now. <laughs> I know. If she's if she's with me, yeah, I know meal's covered. So absolutely I'll always bring her with me. We got a ton to talk about. We'll definitely dive into that, Ryan. It's been uh, it's been a while. We've uh, we're happy to finally get you on Garage Talk. Uh, uh, for for those of you that don't know or live under a rock or had just found this video randomly, Ryan drives the number twelve car for Team Penske, the NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, he is uh, we we've gotten to know Ryan a little bit more this year. Uh, been hanging out. Shout out to, shout out to your boy Mamba, oh oh uh, oh homie Dylan. Well, what's he? Uh, you talked to him today? Oh yeah. I have not. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm not sure what he's got going on today. Really, he's probably off in another state, another country. I don't know. He's traveling. Travels more does. than a well, we know Fortune 500 ready. CEO. But uh, yeah, we know we know he's getting ready for the uh, the snowflake. Yeah, right. And he, he's racing the snowflake for the snowball derby. So uh, hopefully he <laughs> he kills it in that. But uh, we got to hear yeah. from Mama sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to be down in Pensacola for the snowball derby? I'm not. I'm not. I won't be down there, unfortunately. Maybe one of these years I'd like to make it back. We'll take plenty of pictures. We'll bring a disposable Kodak and we'll get them developed right, and we'll mail them to you. Oh, good. I'll hang them up on the fridge. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking. We we'll get the magnets out with the letters. You know, we'll go oh, yeah. school with it. Oh yeah, we, we love it. Well, Ryan, uh, wanted to talk a little bit about kind of like how we all kind of got to know each other. I remember a couple of years back, I uh, was at Talladega and the most, the, the two main things that I knew about you, like I, obviously I knew you were an NASCAR driver, knew you drove for Penske, uh, knew you were good at your craft. And I also, what stuck out to me, I'm a little bit more uh, left brain, a little more on the artsy side of things. So I knew A, you love vintage NASCAR clothing and gear. B, you were a Star Wars fan. I mean, you're as far as, as a Star Wars fan as you even have tattoos of Star Wars, yeah. which is pretty dope. Um, you're one of the few drivers that have some tats. So uh, just to, just to start this off, uh, you know, obviously your nickname is young Ryan Blaney. Um, this is a pressing question. A lot of, a lot of folks out there in the world are wondering probably the biggest question of all right now, when will it be acceptable to call you old Ryan Blaney? Yeah. You know, I've gotten that question more and more as older and I don't really know where the young Ryan Blaney started. Um, maybe Mike Joy started calling me that or something. I don't know. And, uh, just kind of stuck. And, and people ask me, they're like, well, when are you going to be, you know, not young Ryan Blaney anymore? And I got thinking, I'm like, man, I think it can go like every 10 years, like in my twenties, it's like young Ryan Blaney. And then 
when I get 30, it'll be middle-aged Ryan Blaney. And then when I, I get over 40, it's, I think. And uh, so I got, I got a couple more years left of the young Ryan Blaney. And then I got to, we got to move on for, to something else. All right. So, so, so we got time. We'll All right. So, so there you go. That answers yeah. that world. Was, do you think the young Ryan Blaney was a Jedi reference? Like young Jedi, young, young Ryan? Is that where it came from? I have from? no idea. I don't even I, I know. Think I, I'd have a feeling from. that it, might be. Like, I don't, I don't even think they called me young Ryan Blaney when I was like 18, 19. Like, I think it was like three, four years ago. And I was like 24 that they were calling me young Ryan Blaney. Like, that, that's back when they were calling that. you adolescent hey, Ryan Blaney. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's before that's, my that's 20s. I was on. adolescent. Yeah, Mike Jordan was at some party with a bunch of people, and he was like, "Have you guys seen adolescent Ryan Blaney? Great guy, great yeah, kid. Yeah. He's on the way up. Yeah. We love it." But uh, yeah, where, where did the love? Uh, I wanted to know where the love for Star Wars started. Like, what what got you like so like into that? Yeah. So my family was not a fan of Star Wars whatsoever. Uh, my dad couldn't care less. Uh, my mom doesn't care. Uh, so I didn't, so I think I was, you know, when episode one came out, uh, Phantom Menace, it was like 1999 and I was, I was like seven in 1999. So, you know, you're at that age of like, you're trying to figure out what you like and you're kind of, your, your own personality is kind of coming out of you as a kid. So I remember that movie coming out and it's just at the right age where I was like, mom, mom, can I, can we please go watch this movie? I had no idea there was ones that came out in the seventies and eighties, you know, I just, when you're that young, you have no idea. So we went to go see that in theaters and I just loved it. I loved every minute of it. Um, and then as I, you get older, you, you know, realize, Oh my gosh, there's older movies, originals that you go watch and uh, you really learn to appreciate it. So just kind of a random, you know, timing thing when I was a kid and I saw a preview for it, I wanted to go watch yeah, that was, I think for me too, that was the same uh, thing when, when I saw Darth Maul with the double-sided, yeah. uh, that it, it killed it for me. And then once I watched the movie and I, on my Nintendo 64, I got pod racers for yeah. my birthday. So is it safe to say that that's what made you want to be a race car driver and not your dad? Could have a good influence on it. Like 50-50, uh, you know, seeing that. That was the time I started racing. I was seven, eight years old. I kind of started running quarter digits. And, you know, after I saw Anakin race that pod, you know, I was like, man, I want to be this. A little bit different than what he was doing. But uh, I think it could be 50% Star Wars, 50% Dave getting me involved in racing. So, yeah, I, I'd say they had a pretty good, pretty good part in it. Real, real quick, I don't want to ask you to rank all nine. I don't know if you've ever publicly ranked your favorite Star Wars like in order, but. Uh, let's let's say top five, five, five through one on Star Wars. Uh, Skywalker Saga. Man, um, you've had to have thought about this before, right? This is a tough yeah. question. I mean, like, we're breaking them out so this like, morning. So one and one and two, like my favorite and my second favorite, always vary. Like it's either between Empire or Phantom Menace. Everyone loves Empire, right? Because it's dark and weird, and and yeah. it's a good one. But then Phantom Menace is up there for me because it was the first one I ever saw. So same, you always remember the same. first one you ever saw, you know? And people give me a hard time for liking Phantom Menace. It's like, that's the first time I saw as a kid. You know, you, have, you know, whatever, there's a silly frog human Jar Jar in there. Like, whatever, that's fine with me. 
Secret uh, Sith Lord, apparently. And episode one, you know, after the originals, you know, the lightsaber battles in the originals weren't anything special, you know? And so they come out with episode one and that's, you have an epic uh, lightsaber duel between you know, small. So those battles back and forth between one and two for me. And then I'd say three would be a new hope. And then and probably return of the Jedi. And then I'm going to throw one out there for five. I think uh, Rogue One is really good. I know it's not in like the, the Star Wars, you know, episode realm, but I really liked Rogue One. I thought Rogue uh, One was incredible. I love Rogue yeah. One so much. I think that was the best. Especially the last scene. Last scene was, was one of the coolest scenes ever. Oh, yeah. It, immediate chills watching Vader come through. That was yeah. that was one of my favorite moments in a movie theater ever. I mean, I yeah. love that movie. And I'm with you. I was three years old watching the Phantom Menace in theaters. So when everybody else who was like in their 20s or 30s was hating on that movie like so bad, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. So I'm with you on Phantom Menace in, in some ways. For sure. Yeah. The biggest one that got hate was the the attack of the clones. That's the one where everybody like wanted to just like curse Hayden Christensen in his life for for just messing up and just and just beating it down. I mean, how do you feel about that? Are you upset with Hayden? Would you like to have some words with him? Man, I I don't know. I, I didn't think Attack of the Clones was that bad. I mean, it had it was Samuel L. Jackson in it. There's a couple of things that had Sam. Like we introduced Sam Jackson. Like got to see him fight, you know. And uh, that was that was pretty good, you know. And they're in that arena, and uh, and he chops. But he didn't chop over that. Yeah. yeah, that made Dango me a set. fan of the color purple, dude. I was like, I want a purple yeah. lightsaber. Yeah, did that lightsaber see, was you, dirty. You ever hear about how he got purple? Uh-uh. Yeah. So he uh, there's a little video, too. He, he's standing there with George Lucas on set. And he's like, hey, can we make mine, you know, purple? And Lucas was like, well, the good guys are blue and green and the bad guys are red. And he was like, well, can we make mine purple? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> we can do that because I guess he wanted to wanted him and like his kids and family to see him in that big battle. So he wanted a different color lightsaber of everybody oh, else. Made him and, stand out for sure, dude. Yeah. Sam Jackson gets what Sam Jackson wants, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. So I like, thought this, no is, doubt about that. this is a tasty lightsaber just coming through. Yeah. Just throwing it. So yeah. it's cool to know that like you're into like that. And I mean, obviously, I feel like you're you're definitely more like like where I am mentally with it. Like I like weird movies, like cult classics that are just kind of like, you know, have like a weird different spin on them. Uh, the last time we saw you, you were actually um, recommending Austin Powers to William Byron. How did he uh, receive that movie? How did he take it? No idea. No idea. Uh, so, yeah, he we got talking and he'd never seen Austin Powers before. Any of them. Blue and I was like, mind. what is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? I know he's a little younger, but like, come on. That's one of the best movies ever made. And so I I had two of them on DVD and uh, I gave them to him. And I don't know how he how he liked them, if he watched them. But if he hasn't watched them yet, I want them back. This is a reminder. We got to check in on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to we're going to make sure because I guarantee you he's used the gifts from that movie a few times. And that's illegal if you haven't watched it. And we'll make sure he knows. It is. It is. He's one of those people. Yeah. Shame, Shame on Willie B for that.
That's right. Well, it's it's awesome. I know we got a ton more. That was it was cool to, to get your rankings on the Star Wars. Um, moving into to uh, I guess kind of like a little bit about the year. You know, twenty twenty one. You had your best career year, three wins. Uh, we were actually present for all three of those wins, which is pretty cool. We beat ourselves up over the Daytona one because we should we we knew we should have took you to win that one, and we failed. So we failed you, Ryan. We actually failed our bank accounts, but um, <laughs> a little bit of both. We tried, but the thing what was funny was is we we actually really got to know you a little bit more at uh I feel like we talked to you a little bit more at the Hooters pageant earlier in the year when we got on with them. Your girlfriend is Gianna, by the way, which is Miss Hooters 2021. That's pretty big. That's awesome stuff. So we definitely have kind of like uh inter intertwined in those areas, but we were we realized we were like we were in Florida two weeks ago. His girlfriend wins Miss Hooters America, and then we come back to Florida two weeks later. What were we thinking for not using that same energy and mojo going forward for the win? So that Daytona win was huge, though, man. What was your favorite one of the year? Yeah, uh, man, pretty good year. Um, my favorite one, I, I don't know, that Daytona one special, you know, winning that Daytona, even, even though it's not the 500, you know, winning there is, is really cool. Um, Michigan was, was up there. Um, you know, just because in Ford's backyard and it's such a big race for those guys. Um, but gosh, I, I don't know if I could pick a favorite one out because, you know, the Atlanta one in March was great too, because that's such a tough, tough race, uh, you know, five hundred miles, long time. And, and, and that track is so hard that you put in a hard days of work and it's nice that it pays off. So I don't know that Atlanta one almost sticks out to me as my favorite, just kind of, running down Larson there at the end and, and driving by him, you know, with a handful of laps to go, um, winning Atlanta, that's cool. And winning there, you know, before they repaved it too, I think that's a pretty cool thing. So Atlanta is probably my favorite one of the year, but, um, definitely a fun year. It would have been really cool. I thought we could have made it to Phoenix. Um, just, you know, ran into some issues and, and that's part of racing, but, um, you know, definitely a good year. Hopefully we can be even stronger next year. So we see like Chase Elliott jumping in the rally cross thing. Uh, Kyle Busch ran the rally cross deal. It's probably going to be like Noah Grax and a couple guys running the snowball derby. Uh, that brings me to the question. Do you have any, any racing going on in your off season until February? Yeah, I don't. Um, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, I see a lot of guys being able to do, uh, you know, Larson and Chase and, and you know, Kyle Busch and, um, you know, the guys who run the snowball and things like that. And, um, you know, it's something I'd, I'd love to do. Uh, you know, go run sprint cars or dirt stuff uh, just because it's what my family, you know, has done for a long time, but not uh, that's something that is not available at the moment um, you know, as far as, you know, being able to go do that stuff. So, um, which is understandable, you know, from, from a perspective of, you know, looking at an owner not wanting their driver to go off and do other things. Um, but, you know, yeah. So no off race, no off season racing for me. Um, I wish. But uh, it's just one of those things. It's it's good though because we have uh, we have more testing this off season than we've had in a long time. So it's nice to actually get behind the wheel of a car in the winter time, you know, instead of just jumping right back in in Daytona. So that part has been a little bit nicer than let's say last year when there was nothing and you weren't doing anything in the off season. Um, but no, no, nothing outside of NASCAR right now. Maybe one of these days. More you. focus on the next gen. I like it. That's right. I love it. We got a lot to focus on. We don't there know what go. the heck that. Thing. <laughs> we got we got some work to do on that so we're uh full focus on that we love that so obviously we already know the full spectrum of the uh 
the, the next gen card. I know they're making improvements on it. One thing I wanted to ask um, is the sponsors. Like, obviously, we haven't seen a lot of designs for you guys coming out yet. Um, you got a couple right. of sponsors. One that you kind of low key remind me of right now is uh, is Paul Paul Menard with the beard. You got the Paul Menard beard thing going on, <laughs> pretty strong. So y'all gonna have a. a yeah. I wanted to ask if y'all are gonna have a Menards uh, sponsorship going into next year. Yeah, yeah, Menards is with us next year. Um, you know, so that's great. They've been they've been awesome to get to know. You know, you brought up Paul Menard. He's been awesome. Uh, it was it was cool to be his teammate. Um, you know, for a couple of years there when he was in the Wood Brothers car and getting to know the Menard family. You know, John Menard is a huge race fan. Obviously, he's been a part of motor racing forever and a very humble family up in Wisconsin. And, and I enjoy going to visit them whenever I can up there in Eau Claire. And uh, they got a great operation up there. So uh, really happy to, you know, still be with those guys. And um, it's a shame they I've been saying they need to open some Menards around here around North Carolina. And, That's what I wanted um, to know. Dale and I are I curious. What, I what, never what, even, is, what happens in a Menards? I've never even been seen to one until nope. we went to Michigan. Literally never yeah. seen one in my life until Michigan, like uh, three months they ago. Are, they are unreal because it's hard to, you know, since they're not around here, I meet people who are like, well, what is Menards? I don't know what that is. And uh, just because they're not around, you know, the eastern part of the country. And um, I got to tell people, I'm like, man, they're like a, a Lowe's and a Walmart all mashed together. Like you can get everything you need. You can build a house, you can go grocery shopping. You got everything in a Menards and uh, they're just as they're even bigger than those locations. So they're, they're a pretty amazing stores. Um, it's a shame that, you know, some people can't get to them, you know, if they're living in North Carolina or something, but uh, or they're awesome stores. I, I, I go in one every time we race around one of them uh, just to go get random stuff because they got everything you need. So, yeah. We wonder if we're know. just gonna walk in there and Paul's just gonna be chilling. Just like, what's up, Paul? He's like, welcome I've, to my store. That's what he does. He goes in there all the time, buys stuff. Incredible. And just acts like acts like you know another shopper, but he pretty much owns all of it. So it's cool oh, that you got a family, you know, that that is so dedicated to their store that they're in them all the time. You know, they don't just right. run them from afar. They're really involved in what they do. That's dope. So that awesome. so I'll I'll leave it at this before we move into our last segment. I know we got to let you go. Um, so, uh, next season, just an idea for the back pocket. Everybody knows the Menards font. They know what it looks like. We all know kind of like what that scheme looks like. How about just put Paul's on the front of it with the Menards scheme? Just a little, just a little, have Paul with you. Just Paul's. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Yeah. I think he'd like that. It'd be, I mean, people, people that know it will understand it and it'll kind of yeah, be yeah. like something for the, for the broadcast crew to talk about. So he's playing both sides. You're playing Jedi mind yeah. games. You see what I'm saying? Big boost. That's right. You like it. That's right. I think that'd be good. Maybe for a little throwback scheme or something, have Paul's Boom. general store all the way, put a little beard yeah. on the front, you know? Yeah. Make it look good. There you go. All right, so last segment, and we're, we're going to let you get out of here. We do this new thing right now. So we've already had Kyle Larson give his. We've had Ricky Stenhouse do his, and now it's Ryan's turn. Ryan, I don't know if you're a big sports guy, if you like ball sports, like football and yeah. basketball. Are you into that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So what we're doing is, obviously, we are, you know, NASCAR best betters. We, that's what we do. That's our product. Uh, love to make people the bag and bring the bag home for people. So we have no racing to bet on right now. So we're doing a little yeah. bit of ball sports action. We want to see how you guys fare on the sports books. So um, right. obviously, first one I'm going to do, you're, you're living in, in you know North Carolina right now. 
So there's a big basketball game tonight. All right. Charlotte Hornets against the Bulls. It's in Chicago. All right. I'm going to give you some lines. And you betting shades got to come think. on first. Um, okay. Betting so, shades are on. Go, go with right. it. Shades are it. on. Betting. It's time, it's time for bets. Um, how, did, how did these other two guys do before I answer? Because I'm okay. like telling you guys what's the bet, right? Right. Yeah. You're going to just tell us what you think sounds best. What would you wager on? You know, what was your cheddar at? Larson went two and one. Ricky, we only well, you asked Ricky like an extra prop bet, so we're not going to count Ricky the prop. Went like I think two Ricky three. went. He had two, a head. Okay, Ricky went two and one also, on okay. just like the regular bets. So yeah, so so it's it's time for some heat. So we got we're, we're still right. waiting on the three and out. All right, so okay. tonight on the NBA slate, we have the Hornets and the Bulls. They're at Chicago. The spread is five and a half. All right, the over under is set at two hundred twenty three points. And the money line where you just take Hornets to bet to win straight up is plus 180, and the Bulls are minus 220. So the Bulls are heavily favored. Do you think the Hornets can pull this one out? Are you going to kind of roll with the Bulls, or would you just kind of play the over-under or the spread? I I mean, I think both teams are pretty good this year. Uh, Obviously, it's going to be a big game. you got the Ball brothers going against each other, right? So I'll tell you what, man. I went to a Hornets game a couple weeks ago, and and LaMelo is really good. He's he a is, beast, I think he's the best one. I think he's better than Lonzo. 100%. Um, but uh, Bulls are pretty strong this year. I, they said they're giving the Bulls five and a half. Yes. I think you well, take no. that. I think, I think the Bulls are going to win. Or think the Bulls will they're, win. They're you think win they'll win by five, five and a half? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bulls minus 5.5. Lock it in. That's the first playing pick right there. You got like another basketball game? All right. Second one we got. You're obviously you were born in Ohio. I know this much about your early your early upbringing. So you're yeah. born in Ohio. Were you ever a Cavs fan? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was a Cavs fan. Obviously, it's easy to say I was when LeBron was right. there and we were doing well. But I still watch him a little bit, even though we're struggling the last couple of years. But, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm big, I, li- I like old Sexton. He he's doing pretty well over over those yeah. parts. Yeah. So got this hurt, is I think. their game tonight. They're playing against the Dallas Mavericks. They're in Dallas. The spread is seven over under set at two Oh nine and a half. And then the money line is Cavaliers underdogs, two Oh five Mavericks minus two fifty five. What you like on that one? Oh, the Mavs are going to stomp them. I would take, I put all your money on the Mavs. Money minus seven. Yeah. There you go. Mavs minus yeah. seven. Lock it in. Okay. Luke is going to go off. I got a feeling. It's gonna be incredible. It's gonna be insane. Boom, Love boom. Luka Doncic, man. Love All that. Right. Guy. And what 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 else we got? What's the last one, Dale? All right, last one for the third game, Monday Night Football. I don't know. I'm guessing you're a Panthers fan. Who yeah. is your favorite football team? I don't want to assume there. Yeah, like I, I watch the Panthers. Um, I mean, from Ohio, I like the Browns, uh, but I like to watch players more in in, in pro football. Um, I'm a Bucks fan, but so that game Saturday really hurt. Uh, Man, you got, they were due for a Michigan loss. They I had know. owned Michigan for so long, I which know. still surprised me. I thought it would be a stomping yeah. in the other direction. but Yeah, so I'll do. watch Panthers or, or Browns or either one. So. Well, being a fantasy football guy, I'm the same way with players. But uh, yeah. Monday Night Football, and I actually have one player that will decide my fantasy matchups, Terry McLaurin. Love that guy. Scary Terry. But Seahawks. Washington football team. The spread, Seattle is favored by one. It's at Washington. The over-under is 47 and a half. 
The money line is basically dead even. You can get the Seahawks at minus 115 or Washington at minus 105. What are you thinking for that one? I think I'm a huge Russell Wilson guy. I think he's really good. And the Seahawks have been struggling a little bit. They, they've, uh, and I think it's almost like a must win for them to have a shot at like a wild card, right? I was hearing this morning. So strong, strong conference out, over there. Yeah. I think they're going to pull out all the stops. I, I'd take, I'd take Seattle, uh, especially if they're only, what are they, plus one, minus one? They're actually, they're favored by one on the road. Favored by one on the road. I take Seattle. Taking Seattle. Take Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been an uncharacteristic year for those guys. And Russell yeah, I Wilson. I think they're going to shape up. Yeah. I think so. All right. Let's yeah. lock it in then. Seattle. There we go. All right. Ryan's card's in. You made it. Thank you for participating in poll picks, Ryan. We appreciate no that. And, I'm definitely going to have to watch them tonight now. So oh, I, yeah. So. Yeah. You, you, your bets are locked in. The Imaginary yeah. Garage Guys Sportsbook. A lot on the line. Um, we're going 3 0. <laughs> we're going 3 0, Ryan. I, oh, I we're definitely going 3 0. We're look, we're That's pushing sure. I the like confidence. All the energy is going right there around those picks. I'm gonna bet them. I'm gonna bet Good. them. So it's here. All right. So we believe. Good. All right. The force is in us, as as Yoda would say. All right. So yes. we're gonna leave it at that. But uh Ryan, thanks so much for for joining us on Garage Talk, man. We appreciate it. And uh and we no look forward to seeing you again soon, my man. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Nice show. Hopefully, uh, my bets do good. Nice talking to y'all. No, you too. Been man. Fun, man. Good luck. Good luck. We'll be watching. Thank you, guys. Thanks. It's the garage, guys. 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 It's, it's, it's the garage guys.